Hey there listeners, welcome to Horror Movie Club, the show where two dudes who aren't quite nerds but not quite noobs choose a horror movie each week to rate and review. I'm Ashvin, I've got Brian on the phone with me, and today we're doing something different than our usual episode. Uh, instead of re- reviewing a movie, we're going to go through our top five scariest shots uh, of all time, and uh, Brian and I will just kind of share the shots that have stuck with us over time and uh, have scared us the most, and um, see how it lands. Uh, Brian, is, is that the premise of, of, uh, of, of like what you want to do here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think so. We I know have was, some <laughs> last minute clarifications, but I think we got. I think we're gonna get there. Yeah, I know. Between like scenes versus shots, uh, it sounds like we're defining this by like an actual uh, camera shot, right? Yeah, yeah. I just thought it was a fun way to narrow it down. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a tall order. I mean, you're looking at horror films over like the last uh, how many years and trying to figure out like five shots that stuck out to you. Yeah, and I mean, this is obviously this is not the end all be all of the scariest shots, just some things that popped out to Ashvin and I as what scares us. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and before we get to that list, you know, I'd love to kind of talk to you to, to see how you evaluate shots. Uh, but to kick it off, I want to tell you my scariest shot uh, without any question is Jägermeister. What, what about you? <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, man. What's, do you have one shot that just messes you up pretty bad? I think Jägermeister for me, too. I just hate that licorice taste. Ah, I know, right? It's terrible. Yeah. It does terrible things to people, too. It's, yeah. It's one of the worst stuff I just there. I hate shots in general. Like, I don't want to just shove something unpleasant into my mouth. I know. You know, I feel like what's cool now is to pour yourself a nice shot and then, like, sip it slowly. We, yeah, you ever I mean, do that? I, I happily will sip like nice bourbon. Not even doesn't even have to be that nice, but like it's just something a little bit nicer than like yeah. the cheapest well bourbon at the bar. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I prefer sipping too anytime to a shot. A shot's just like man, you're just like killing yourself. It's yeah. Crazy. Uh, all right, but then moving on to scary movie <laughs> shots. Um, so how did you approach this? Uh, like what, what, what did you use? What was your methodology in thinking of like what the scariest shots are that you've seen? I didn't have that much of a methodology. I just kind of combed my memory and was like, what are some scenes in movies that really scared me or disturbed me? Mm-hmm. Or just like the more I analyze them, the more creepy they become. Oh, like you kind of dwell on them. Yeah. Or like stuff that you, stuff you kind of take with you or think about yeah. more than once. Yep. Uh, or just something I remember when I saw it, like, damn, all right, that got me. Yeah, 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 totally. Uh, Mine are kind of random. I, I don't know. They may not be very common. Not that this is a common exercise. I think scariest scenes or scariest moments is pretty common, and I think that's essentially what we're doing here, but we just yeah. added this little technicality into it for fun. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, scariest scenes, I feel like, is a common one, and that's kind of where I started. Uh, but then when we talked about shots, it was kind of interesting to go back and, you know, maybe watch some of these and pay closer attention to, like, how the camera was working or other elements that were going on that actually made the shot. I, I feel like it's just, like, a more technical way of looking at it. Yeah, I tried to go back on YouTube for a couple of them, but um, yeah, I should have done it for more. Were you surprised, like, how much uh, or how many of these are actually available on YouTube? Yeah, I mean... I think it's kind of a constant battle. It's like trying to, oh, what's like swimming against the stream. Like whoever owns the copyright on these is just constantly yeah. taking stuff down. Although oh. <laughs> it's funny because YouTube, I've heard, has recently gotten a bit more draconian with their like copyright infringement stuff. Oh, okay. 
and I there were podcasts like ours. We don't have our stuff on YouTube, but there were podcasts that would put an episode on and they would title it just like we title ours, the name of the movie with the year in parentheses and they yeah. would get a takedown notice because YouTube didn't bother analyzing it. Like no person is looking at it. It's just the algorithm thinks someone just uploaded the full movie. Oh, interesting. Wow. Uh, you don't you don't think the issue was, well, I guess it wouldn't be an issue if like if we put an episode up and we named it like whatever the name of the movie was, um, that's not like copyright infringement to say like horror movie club and then X movie without like getting mm. that movie's permission. I don't think so, as far as I know. Yeah, you're probably right. So okay, so so it's just like uh, the algorithms reading it to be like someone's uploading this entire movie. I think so. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, like you know, I found uh, the ending to like uh, like 15 minutes of the ending of a movie on there that that I was looking up, or like some of the best shots from like certain movies. So it's just really interesting that all that stuff uh, exists like for free. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it is. It's it's cool. It's convenient, but at the same time, you know, it's nice to pay for it too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've gone back and forth with the philosophy on that over the years. Yeah, yeah. Me too. Uh, that's a tough one. Um, it, it is interesting because, uh, like, you remember these shots; they stick with you. And then when you go on YouTube and you find like just that one shot, it's interesting how different it is outside of the context of the whole movie. And yeah. I feel like there's enough that's still different. I agree. It was interesting. I, I only went back and watched like two or three of these and one was super effective outside of the movie even still and one was like oh i really needed the movie <laughs> yeah like i needed that to be couched in the movie a little bit yeah it's interesting how that context changes yeah and uh hey before we get too into this this might be a spoilerific episode. i mean most of ours are spoilerific but oftentimes when we do these random episodes they there aren't spoilers but i think there's no way to avoid it. We'll probably spoil some stuff, right? I know yeah. mine spoil some stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I was going to ask you about that before we started. But uh, yeah, you, you think, I, I guess we could just say before we hit a spoiler, right? But Yeah, let's just give a, I think there's some things you could probably say that like, like if it's something that was in the trailer, yeah. like not that we remember the trailers, but if it's the kind of stuff that's going to be in a trailer, no worries. But if not, let's just say like my pick is for this movie so spoilers for this movie and i think what i'm going to try to do is in the show notes or like the episode description i'm going to put timestamps like here's where we spoil these uh, movies so you can skip around if anyone wants to bother doing that yeah good deal so uh, yeah. yeah hopefully hopefully people can feel they can still listen to this sure. mine are mostly pretty common movies so I think mine too, yeah. And uh, yeah, I was going to try to be a little vague about them, but uh, yeah, thanks thanks for putting that heads up out there, though. That's a fair warning. Yeah. Do you think that works, that approach? I think so. Yeah, that makes sense to me. That seems like the best way to do it. Okay. And and yeah, I don't feel like any of the shots, at least on my end, are like, you know, giveaways on, on the plot or anything. From, from yeah, I have one or two that's like the ending, but... Uh, okay. But yeah, we'll, we'll give a warning. Yeah. And... um. Folks, after this, me and Ashwin are finally going to record another episode for Patreon. So for our <laughs> Patreon followers, uh, you'll have that to look forward to soon. Yeah, it's uh, hopefully it'll be a good one. We'll find out soon. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, thanks to Cooper, Sam, Moon Monk, Blake, Margot, Kelly, and Becca. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I would say I'm, I'm with you on the methodology there. Like, yeah, scenes, scenes that like stick uh, out that you kind of remember over time and uh, that, um, uh, yeah, you know, I, I feel like there's a combination of like sound, acting, the visual effects, uh, and then you yeah, obviously kind of where it sits in the story and then camera work, right? 
Right. Yeah. Right. It's kind of a combination of all those things coming into place. Um, one random question for you before we start. Do you know what the difference between a director and a cinematographer is? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, the cinematographer is operating cameras and managing the other people that operate cameras. I mean, the director then manages all of that, but I think the cinematographer is essentially in charge of and decides and you know it's just like any work relationship the boss kind of has veto power and like input into how things go but yeah the cinematographer is deciding how shots will be framed depending on how much leeway they have from the director okay. how things will be lit where the cameras will be placed etc damn all right that's that's a lot of responsibility um yeah i mean it's a big deal and I'm, you can really see a cinematographer's work like right the similarities but again, you know, I'm, I'm no movie insider or anything, clearly. So yeah. I don't know how much um, push and pull there is between the cinematographer and director. Like, mm-hmm. I, And there are just some directors that get more involved in different steps of the process. Like I've I heard see. Quentin Tarantino is super involved in the editing process. Sure. Um, I'm trying to think other examples. But yeah, it, it depends on the director, how involved they are, I'm, I'm assuming. But, yep. So the, but yeah. the person behind the camera you would call the cinematographer then, not the director? Yeah, correct. Wow, that's crazy. I never, I never uh, realized that. Um, yeah, yeah. And I mean, there's a whole bunch of camera operators on a on a set. I assume for depending on the movie. Sure. So the cinematographer is not behind every camera all the time, but yeah, they're running the show in terms of the photography. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that's 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 impressive. Uh, yeah, because I mean, like, yeah, going back to some of these shots, oh, you know, I'm attributing it to the director, but I, I guess that kind of like everything rolls up to him. There are like obviously other people involved here. Yeah, so. and I mean, it's a little bit of both, too. And I know, like, sometimes a director will put, like, create, like, a storyboard to how they want the movie to be, and that might include a little bit of, like, composition of what they want in the shots. So, oh, yeah. Um, it might just be up to a cinematographer to not fuck it up, or it might, you know. Yep. Even that, like, don't fuck it up is probably, there's a lot more to it than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. There's, I'm sure, yeah, there's a lot of interpretation going on and yeah, versions. Yeah, and the cinematographer is also called the director of photography sometimes, so ah, fancy. it's a helpful way to think of it. Cool. All right. Good deal. All right. Well, then, uh, with that out of the way, I guess we can uh, get to <laughs> R5. And yeah, I'm excited because I, I wonder what kind of overlap there will be. I, I think one or two of mine probably overlap with uh, some of yours. Um, and again, this is top five scariest shots of all time, uh, so it's it's a pretty interesting uh, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be an interesting mix of movies and uh, times. Uh, do I'm going to go start... ahead and predict that we have zero to one overlap. No kidding, really? Yeah. Interesting. All right. All right. I'm... All right. I I feel like one to two. Um, All right. Well, but you want a better shot of Jägermeister on this? <laughs> Let's do it, yeah. Okay. So if there's more than one, then you have to take a shot of Jäger, right? Correct. All right, cool. And... and uh, I, I guess it should be either like on the podcast or like right before or something. We'll figure out the details yeah. later. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, do you want to, you want to start with your first one? Yeah, I will go first. Uh, this is an extremely mild spoiler. It's, it's not a huge plot point, but a small plot point for the 1997 film event horizon. Ooh. Wow. That's this is one cut. that I don't know if it holds up for me as an adult and it certainly doesn't necessarily hold up when I YouTubed it. But I think couched in the movie and the first time I saw this as a youngster who hadn't seen that much horror, uh, youngster, I mean, I was like 14, but still, I was, I was a little late when it came to really serious horror. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but do you remember the scene where they find the tape? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. <man. laughs> that, so that the was tape, messed up. Yeah. God. Yeah. The tape in general is messed up. And if you haven't seen it and you just are okay with being things being spoiled, it's just like chaos, people screaming, getting their bodies like torn apart. Uh, I think there's some like forced sex in there somewhere too. Yeah. Um, and one of the shots you see is a guy without his eyes. He's holding his eyes in his hands in front of the camera and he says something in Latin and it's just Latin is in general a creepy language. (laughs) (laughs) And just to me as a 14 year old, I just thought that was like the scariest shit I had ever seen. Just this guy like slightly crooked head, like offering up his own eyeballs to the camera. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Man, I totally like blacked out that movie until you just said the name of it. But holy shit, yeah, that scene was was nuts. Yeah. Um, and I, I feel like that's a, isn't that movie like it's been a long time since I've seen it too. But there's I feel like a lot of space in that movie, like like uh, like the but plot um, and everything is like kind of spread out, and then uh, suddenly like that like is a very intense scene of like uh, violence or horror that that comes out of nowhere. Yeah, it's a bit of a slow build. Um, you kind of have to ignore the fact that they get on a spaceship and there's like blood and body parts flying around and they don't really outright mention it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I do remember it being kind of um, spaced out a little bit at the beginning before yep. it really ramps up. Yep. I need to rewatch that though. I know. We should rewatch that one. I, I haven't seen that one in forever. Yeah, we'll do it sometime. Yeah, yeah. That was a good one. Cool. I remember loving it the first time I saw it and then watching it again when I was a little bit older and had seen more horror and thinking it wasn't quite as scary as I thought it was, but I'd like to see what I think now. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I remember f- finding it pretty disturbing uh, younger too. I, it, interesting that it didn't hold up. I, I felt like it was like one of those classics or something, um, but yeah, it would be cool to revisit. It's been in the news, the horror news lately because there are rumors that there maybe not even rumors it might just be a fact that there was a longer cut oh with more violence um especially in that scene oh my god yeah okay that i think is maybe just lost to time yeah and who who was that who was in that um sam neill and Lawrence fishburne were the two big name stars i think oh okay um and it was directed by a guy named paul ws anderson okay he did the Resident Evil movies, Mortal Kombat, and I think he did Alien vs. Predator. Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah. Cool. Wow. Yeah, that's a deep cut. Good good find. That's All right. All um, right. I'm, I'm, on, I'm on the road to not having to do a Jaeger shot. <laughs> yeah, it's your turn. Shoots. All right. Uh, so for my first one is Event Horizon. <laughs> With that. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, the first one I had uh, going back, I guess this is like early 2000s. Um, and it's a scene that stuck with me and still when I think about like one of the scariest, uh, scenes I've seen in a film, this one, it was like, is my default. It's, uh, the scene from the ring where, uh, the woman comes out of the TV and I don't know why that like scene still gets me or like why, like, uh, I still kind of have this like vivid memory of like how, uh, scary that was. Cause I guess it's just, you didn't expect her to come out of the TV as it's like one thing she's in the TV. That's fine. And then the next minute she's not, and she's like in the room with you and then she's moving in like stop motion and, uh, yeah, I just thought the the music and everything in that scene is, is pretty frightening. Yeah, man, that's a movie that, like, it's a movie that I think a lot of people in our generation saw when we were kind of young, and it was almost like a, 
not a gateway horror. I mean, maybe for people like below us. Mm-hmm. And it's a movie you remember in your head as being scary. And you kind of, I've at least for me, I've always thought at some point, now that we're a little bit more like in tune or in touch with horror culture, that at some point I'd see people being like, hey, you know, The Ring, rewatched it. It's not really that scary. But yeah. everyone's like, no, shit, this is a scary it's movie. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think, I mean, like, you're talking about like what makes it so scary. They did a good job the whole movie of just like slowly b- ramping up the yeah. tape. Like, you know what I mean? Right. It, it was not something that was constant throughout, but periodically you see the tape and it just is creepy. It's just, yeah. it's creepy period. And then they build it up and build it up. Right. I think part of it too is like, you're watching a horror movie and horror movies are like a fun way to be scared because it's a safe way to be scared. But like the possibility of someone coming through the screen. Right. Yeah. Breaking like that it's through outlandish, wall. but yeah. on some level it's unsettling. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, I think, I think you're right. Like the whole movie, it is building up. It's a lot of like jump scares up until that point. And that's like the scene that's kind of like stretches longer. And uh, yeah, you suddenly like, you're right. Like she's breaking like the third wall basically and coming into her place and she's like dripping and like that hair is covering the face uh, it's just yeah it hits you after like a strong buildup, i guess yeah uh yeah for very sure interesting though like yeah what you said about like it being uh i almost feel like it's a cultural uh movie for our generation because it was at like kind of a dividing point like the start of like j-horror um breaking into the the scenes and um like moving away from like the screams and like the 90s uh rom-com slasher horror into like uh this this kind of stuff uh, like yeah, it, re- it really did kind of usher in a new era. It was like almost like the beginning of the end for those right. I Know What You Did Last Summer type slashers, even though I think, honestly, I think I Know What You Did Last Summer might have even been... After? Shoot, was it before it or after? I don't know. <laughs> I don't but know. yeah, it was like horror starting to go in a new direction, Yeah, which was yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a welcome change. Yeah. Uh, cool. All right, yeah, what, what do you got in the next one? Uh, so for the next one, I have a movie we watched for this podcast, and this is, I don't even really think this is a uh, spoiler. If it is, it's very light. It's something you'd probably see in a trailer, um, but it is a moment in The Void from 2016. Okay. Nice. And I think when those cloaked figures are surrounding the police station, mm-hmm. and somebody's like run out to the police car, and they look up and see them all gathered there in like dark night with the altering blue and red lights from the police car, right. like flashing on them, mm-hmm. and they're just standing there motionless. Something about it just really gets me. Yeah, yeah, that that was a really freaky scene. Like, uh, yeah, cults can be a little scary, especially when it's something. Not seeing someone's face is scary. Like, right. And <laughs> that's the long and short of it. And I think it's even more scary when they're all just in this uniform cloak. Like it's just, they're operating as one mind. Like, right. I don't know. Something about it freaks me out. Yeah. Yeah. And especially like to see so many of them just like hanging out out there, like out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, yep. and yeah, that, 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 that sense that they can't escape that. How, yeah, I, I forget. I'll have to go back and listen to the episode, but I, I don't remember how they tied that to the, the plot. Was it clear? Um, well, I don't want to spoil, since this is a, a soft, light spoiler right now, I don't want to get more into spoiling it if we don't have to. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. But they did somehow tie that to the movie? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you could argue about how logical it was. I think we were both a little up in the air on the plot with that one, but oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, It okay. did have a place. 
Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I remember that visual. Yeah, that, that, that was a really cool scene uh, when they're out there. Um, I probably sound like a broken record. I know I've talked about it on like the Evil Dead episode and stuff, but one of my biggest nightmares as a kid was waking up and like having a nightmare, going to my parents' room, and then them just like sitting up in bed motionless with like weird eyes and knowing like they were somehow like against me and then like going to the neighbor's house and everyone being that way. Damn. Yeah. And that's not quite, I mean, nobody was wearing a cloak in that nightmare, but it's like something about like more and more of society just being like some on some plane that you are not on. Right. Right. Like, like zombies, but not like more intelligent focused, some sort of unknown agenda type zombie situation. Right, like they're coherent. They've had they're, they're kind of like a pining against you or something, or they've had some sinister plot going on. You're yeah. just finding out about it. Yeah. You ever talked yep. to anyone about that? <laughs> about that nightmare? <laughs> about that feeling? Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> what I'm trying to do right now. I'm hoping somebody's going to reach out. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. That, that's an interesting one, though. I mean, that 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 is very scary uh, to find out. Like, yeah, the whole world's against you. Like, there's this group of people outside uh they're like just yeah waiting waiting to kill you or something yeah and that was if no one's seen the void yet i think it's an okay movie but there were a couple of moments in that movie that um I, there was one other one i almost considered putting on here so check it out if you just want some scary visuals yeah yeah i thought that movie did visuals really well really good effects yeah cool uh good one yeah yeah uh, d- definitely uh, another uh one i wouldn't have guessed uh so shoot, sorry. I guess I got three more to to match with you. Yeah. Um, my next one, I think we've talked about this one, and yeah, we did re- review the movie. Uh, was the sinister, uh, the lawnmower scene, where uh, the the guy's pushing a lawnmower at night, and uh, something unfortunate falls in front of the lawnmower, and it's just it's a really fast scene, and uh, the way the music is tied to the, the what you see there, uh, it just really hits you. It's almost like a pop out scare. Would you call it like a, a jump scare or a pop scare? It's so interesting because it is a jump scare, but it's not a jump that implies a threat. Like, yeah, a threat. Like, normally a jump out scare is like something's popping out that's a threat to your main character. Right. But it's kind of a reversal here. Um, so it's weird. It is a jump out scare, but it's also just genuinely disturbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think th- I think the way uh, the scene is paced and uh, the way the music like you know gets really loud when you see that uh, that uh, image and the way like the lawnmower is like just kind of like treading along like it's normal and you're just kind of wondering what's going on. Uh, and, and then yeah, the way that it just hits you really quick it does have elements of that jump scare. But then yeah, the the character is never in real danger here. So uh, and and that whole movie is kind of like him watching tapes. Uh, of, of scary things happening so it's kind of like you're one degree removed but it's still like the scene that catches you off guard and just puts like kind of a really uh, messed up image in your head yeah i mean those tapes are a whole mood man there's not a single <laughs> one of those tapes that's not like and then yeah. i mean he watches them spaced out throughout the movie so then by the time he sits down to watch a tape you're just like fuck <laughs> not <laughs> what's, again. Gonna, what's yeah. gonna happen i mean that's that's genuinely one of the scarier slash just more disturbing movies i've seen yeah yeah you're right it's weird it's almost like a vhs and that like you have these uh tapes and each one has like a very scary thing on it that he's watching it's almost like each one could have been its own short but it's interesting how they tied it all together like in, in this movie compared to how they do it in vhs yeah oh you mean like the movie vhs yeah yeah, yeah for sure yeah yeah instead of like each one being an anthology it's uh just like a lot of cool ideas like are really disturbing images on uh short tapes i guess 
Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Cool. Yep. So my next one, this is a spoiler for the ending of the Blair of Blair Witch, the Blair Witch Project, 1999. Ooh, okay. Uh, and I think this could be a controversial pick because some people, it's a hot button movie. Like some people are just like, I don't get it. Like that's not a scary movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm going to straight up spoil the ending so you can skip ahead if you don't want the ending spoiled. Yeah. But at the end when they're in that house and the woman is going down to the basement where she's like heard screams from the guys and all she sees is the guy just standing in the corner and then something knocks her over and the camera falls. Right. Something about it. And I think they had mentioned earlier in the movie that like the witch would make the ch- like a child stand in the corner and turn away because she didn't like to be watched while she was killing the other children. Right. Yep. So it just like made, you see him standing at the corner and you're just like, oh shit. And then there was just something like disturbing about a grown man just like peacefully waiting in the corner. I know. I know. Right. And not knowing what he's doing. Yeah. Like he's just like waiting his turn. It's. While, it's unsettling like, to me. Yeah, while like some horror is going on behind him and he's just like not like in it at all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh man, I got you. I had that one too. <laughs> I had Oh Blair shit, Witch, you did get me. Dude right. staring at a wall. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. That that scene and uh I, did, did you like rewatch it recently? I did. I just found it on YouTube before we recorded. Yeah, d- uh, even like the sounds that are going on, like you hear like, because he kind of gets away from the woman, I think, for a moment, and you just hear like screaming in the background for a while, like calling his name out. Uh, do you remember that part? Yeah, yep. Yeah, and then and the camera falls, and he's, it just it's just him staring at a wall while like, who knows what the hell's going on in there. Um, yeah, what a, what a crazy scene. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's, it's followed by, there are, it's broken up into different shots because of the different characters have cameras mm-hmm. um but like just the way it's positioned as a standalone shot it's good because it's you know there's a lot of camera movement as it's a found footage movie and it's yeah. moving down the stairs towards the basement so there's a build-up of like all right something's down there mm-hmm. um i just think found footage is hit or miss but blair witch really was effective in the way it used the cameras and the way it used not showing things to its advantage too right like what do people want did they really want to see a witch like right that's fine if you did but i just think that was a perfect ending to a movie that just made the unseen the scariest thing yeah yeah totally because that whole movie i don't think uh you ever like really see like anything like supernatural it's all about like what's going on off camera right yeah yeah, and that's a. I mean, you hear things that are kind of could be supernatural or could be someone screwing with them. Oh yeah, right, right. And actually, this is something like what we were talking about with the ring. As I grew up and became a bit more plugged in, you know, people started shitting on this movie and saying it's not scary, and it was only scary to the people who saw it in the theater because they thought it was real. Oh yeah, which I, I kind of did. There was like an inkling when I saw it that maybe it could ha- somehow be real. Yeah, I mean, this is like the first time. Uh, I, I I think it's the first time I saw like a, um, like yeah, the found footage uh, film. What, what about you? Yeah, same. Like, I mean, we were. I was sixteen. I saw this in the theater. Yeah. It right. was definitely the scariest movie I had seen in the theater at that point. Yeah, I think so uh, too. Yeah, that was that was very disturbing, and because it starts off with that uh, that um, excerpt that like that this has been found or this is like a footage that was recovered, yeah. yep. and it wasn't like back then you could just I don't know if like was Google even around back then to like check if this I don't I don't think they were around back then were they? I think 
I don't think people were really using Google at night. I mean, there were search engines, but like, yeah, yeah, it wasn't, the internet wasn't anything like it was today. You couldn't just be like, oh, okay. I just pulled out my phone and instantly found like, yeah. And there was enough misinformation and like they used the internet to their advantage too. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The whole uh, marketing campaign and everything, uh, pretty, pretty smart how they did everything on that. Yeah. And so that was a movie I, I years ago went back and was like, all right, I need to see if this is still scary. And to me, it holds up. It holds up. Oh, cool. Cool. I'd like to yeah. revisit that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm, I'm with you. That, that was a, a really scary shot. One, one that sticks with you, uh, especially being the first found footage movie uh, you see. And then I had the same thought too. I, I thought for a long time, uh, well, at least while I watched it, I had a feeling in me that, holy shit, this might be like a real uh, footage or like maybe the FBI should be looking into this or something. Um, you, but, one yeah. other thing I think that makes that shot so cool is the the setting, like the location. I, I meant to read up on how, where it was filmed and how they found that location, but man, that house was perfect. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know that. Right. Yeah, I know. It's just like this abandoned house like in the woods somewhere, right? Yep. And pretty yeah. run down. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That that, that, that one, uh, that ending scene uh, really hits a home run, I think. Uh, setting, sound, uh, the visual there. Uh, even the camera graphics, it's like still, like it's pretty grainy. Um, it's it's at night, right? So is it even like night vision? It's not night vision, but what's, what's the lighting situation? I think they have lights on their cameras so that it's pretty well lit. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it's interesting too there because... It's found footage, so the camera is moving everywhere, but you also have to put some thought into how you're framing shots. So I've never mm-hmm. given that much thought before. Like yeah. how much you just being like, all right, you're holding the camera, do your thing. Or like, this is how the last shot is supposed to look. Like, right, right. And here's what we're going to do to get it. Like, I'm sure they probably have marks on the floor for where to stand and stuff like that. But yeah, I think sure. that shot was like framed really well too, to make it like perfectly yeah. creepy and perfectly like this was not an intentional shot i know yeah yeah as the closing shot like yeah that was, that was pretty perfect yeah that, that's awesome yeah and it feels very authentic all right cool good 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 one man good call yeah you too yeah <laughs> all right uh <laughs> do you want to say your next one or, or do you do you want me to go um i guess i should go since you already kind of just did i mean yeah. that was both yeah go for it i feel like i'm talking a lot you're um, yeah you're one uh move you away from a, a shot the suspense is building I know, I know. Pretty excited. Uh, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. So this is an interesting one to me, and I don't think this is really a spoiler. It's a, a mild spoiler for a very um, big movie where the plot isn't really that important. But mm-hmm. um, in the original Halloween, mm-hmm. when Michael stabs that dude and like pins him to the wall, mm-hmm. and just like looks, steps back, looks at him, and does that head tilt. Oh yeah, right. Like, Halloween I saw when I was probably 10, like, that was the scariest horror movie I had seen, and honestly, maybe one of the first, if not the first. Sure. And it scared the hell out of me, but I think, and it's still suspenseful and scary to me, but something about that shot is just, like, what makes Michael scary. Yeah, yeah. And, like, the woman is upstairs, like, could you imagine being upstairs and that was happening downstairs and you didn't know it. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she was in for a surprise there. Yeah. And then I think uh, just like the shot itself. Yeah. It's standing back so you can see both of them, like their full bodies. And right. I think it's just like 
the shot itself is a little bit like cold and analytical and that's what's scary about michael in that scene too yeah totally it's just like a raw evil emotionless like observing his work and like curiosity like yep I, I don't know there's something truly uh disturbing about it to me yeah no, i know i think that scene is very telling of like who michael is and uh how he like uh yeah attacks and looks at things um was that uh that wasn't the first clone movie right because he'd already killed someone like in a car at some point before no that. yeah i mean there were there were definitely a few more before that i think he had maybe even killed annie before that but okay can't remember for sure yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, between that mask uh, and, and then, yeah, that, that whole scene, I mean, that's seeing that as a 10-year-old, like, that that would do a lot of uh, damage to someone. Yeah. That's, and I that's feel rough. like there was a... The house was really dark in that scene, but it was still... It wasn't like a modern horror movie where it's so dark that you're just like, well... Right. I just am going to wait until I can see what's happening. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Uh, I, I, I feel like less in the, in the 80s or so. Like, more recently, I feel like I have that issue with movies where it's too dark and uh, you can't really make out what's going on. But yeah, back then, I, I feel like they paid a lot of attention to lighting, and it was never like so dark that you couldn't see what was happening. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why that is. Yeah. Uh, I I blame it on digital clocks. I think it, there were digital clocks everywhere back then. That was like the, the trend. Um, but I guess a lot of people still have digital clocks. <laughs> like you could know. see by the light of the digital clock. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because they just come out and everyone like had them on like full uh, Illuminous or whatever. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm sure that's what it was. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I <laughs> know uh, you're, you're, that was a really cool scene though. And uh, and that one he pops out like, because uh, that guy's like at the fridge or something, right? And then Michael like pops out from the pantry. Yeah, it's a bit of a pop out, but if I'm following our rules, I've got to ignore that because it's not a part of this shot. Yeah, okay, the shot's like after, or during the kill. Yeah, I think the shot, it's just like capturing what, it captures the essence of Michael, which is yeah. why it's so scary to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I still think he's like one of the scariest uh, villains out there. That's a, that's a good one. For sure. Cool, man. All right, man, your turn. All right, next one. I thought you might have this one somewhere, but uh, this is one we recently saw, and I think we commented on how great of a shot it was, so um, I, I thought this one might not be a surprise, but uh, the opening for Dawn of the Dead and uh, just that continuous scene uh, right after she gets uh, attacked in the morning and then she's jumping into her car and driving off and you see all this chaos going on behind her. You see zombies taking over this neighborhood and like eating people and things blowing up. And it's all just like kind of one continuous shot that like stays on her while all this crazy stuff is going on uh, in the peripheral and then kind of zooms out uh, to show the rest of the car and the whole neighborhood going down. Uh, I just thought that was a really cool way to show like uh, what's going on in the heart of like a, a zombie attack. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we did recently talk about that, but I agree. That was masterfully done. Yeah, yeah. And then like also like the soundtrack, I think there's like a Johnny Cash song or something playing it at that point. Um, some some cool song was, was playing in the background. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and that was good. That was a nice, uh, very bright, sunny day. Otherwise nice day, horror. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and sometimes like I feel like that's uh, a lot more scary because it's, it's like not what you'd expect. It, it's like daytime, and that's typically when you're supposed to be safe. And yeah, the the lighting kind of brings uh, out like the the gore a little bit more and the action. So it's it's interesting. Nice. All right. Yeah. So what's what's your last one? Okay, buddy. So my last one, and there might be a we might need the <laughs> listeners to be the judge or referee on this. All right. My last one 
is a mild spoiler from the 2012 film Sinister, but it is not the scene that you spoke of. All right. (laughs) It is the one with the pool. Oh, man, really? Dude, when I was... So I'm going to keep my therapy session going. Maybe someone will reach out. (laughs) When I was little, before I knew how to swim, my older cousin was trying to put my hair in a ponytail. Mm Mm-hmm. And I like wouldn't let her. I was like shaking her off, and she got frustrated with me and pushed me into the pool. Yeah, and I couldn't swim, so I was just like on the bottom of the pool yeah. with my eyes open, being like, "I'm going to die." <laughs> <laughs> you just hang out at the bottom of the pool, thinking you're going to die. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't know. I didn't know the first thing. I don't like even remember moving. I was just like, I don't know how to swim. I'm fucked. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And I don't think I learned how to swim until I was a bit older. But sure. my cu- other cousin jumped in to save me. And, like, I was, like, I mean, it's not super serious, I guess, but I was, like, coughing up water when I came out. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, so, I am scared of water, and I have been ever since then. Yeah. And this pool scene, so I'm going to go ahead and describe it in detail. Mild spoiler, because this is one of the tapes, and the tapes are kind of, like, a big part of this movie. So, like, usually it's a scene of, like, happy things happening and then, like, the dark version. Yep. So the family's, like, all playing at the pool. And then they're all taped, like, tied up with duct tape to the lawn chairs at night and struggling. And they're just pulled with rope. The lawn chairs are pulled into the pool. Oh, yeah. Right. And it's, I mean, yeah, it's all one shot because these are, like, found tapes. And he pulls them in, and you just see that their feet still sticking above the water. Right. Like, tied to these chairs, and, like, their feet are kicking, they're struggling. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is, like, <laughs> a horrible, horrible scenario. Like, that is my worst nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think the, the, the family element, too, makes it, like, hard. Like, a whole family just being, like, killed at a pool. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. They're all together. We had just seen them, like, having fun. Like, it just right. makes it real. Like, yeah. Oh God! Yeah, man, that, that's those a tapes. tough one. I know those those tapes, man. Like they they're pretty scary, and I I feel like the the background noise of just like the the projector running like adds to like how scary it is. And then the eight th- those are all like eight milliliters or millimeters, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, eight milliliters is how much Jaeger you're going to be drinking. <laughs> um, but yeah, and the, like there's always um I feel like in a lot of those videos there is music, but it's just like a soundscape, like it's really subtle. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, no, man, that was, that was a pretty messed up scene. And, you know, that's weird. I'm, I'm with you on, on the water stuff. Like, I, I hate swimming, and I just, like, learning how to swim was, like, pretty traumatic, and, like, I never, like, want to do it, like, willingly. Uh, and so, yeah, water stuff is kind of scary. Yeah. That's, that's rough. Cool, man. Well, uh, you got one more, I think? I got one more, yeah. Uh, my last one is uh from a movie that i think is one of our favorites uh it follows uh there's a scene from that movie that stuck with me and i think uh online they refer to it as like the tall man or whatever uh but he's this tall dude that like pops out uh while one of the women are like trying to escape uh her bedroom she opens the door and this like huge tall guy with almost like no eyes or like really uh, sunken eyes uh, comes in and just the way he's walking and that whole movie like when people are walking it's just like very slowly but like determined and like you can't escape it and he kind of like captures that as he like walks towards her and she's like trying to escape uh you, you remember that scene at all yeah oh yeah i remember it well i think that's a great scene and it, it comes right on the heels of like a really tense like false scare where someone's knocking on the door and you're like 
oh, like, don't let that person in, but then it's, oh, yeah. it's their friend. Right. They open the door, and it really does just seem to be the friend, and then he walks up right behind her, and it's just, yeah. it's freaky. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Uh, just, yeah, the way he, like, kind of comes into the room. It's just, like, uh, so yeah. casual, but, like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. mean, I think any, like, tall, lanky ghoul mm-hmm. is is a little creepy. Yeah, totally. I'm definitely scared of tall people. Uh, but yeah, yeah I tall, think for, tall for two too. short people, it's it's no accident that that scene's on this list. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's definitely a theme here. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, they're, they're, he's scary, definitely lanky. And uh, yeah, is, are his eyes missing or is, it, is that just, they're, they just look like they're missing or something? I think they might just look like they're missing. It's very like black around. Yeah, it's almost like they're sunken in. Yeah, right. I'd have to like freeze frame it to know for sure. I think they're still there, but yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. It's it's a quick shot. And it's quick too. You don't see yeah. You don't see that much of him for that long, and I think it makes it scarier. Right. Yeah, it's pretty effective. Yeah, and I mean, she. It's a small room. Like she doesn't have that much time to get out of there. So exactly, and and no one else can. Right. Wise to keep it short. Yeah, nobody else can see him. Yeah, like there are two other people in there. They have like no idea what's going on. And and yeah, I think all all those elements combined like just make it, uh, yeah, insane. It's rough. Yeah. Uh, Cool. Well, yeah, hopefully we can uh, review some of these movies soon. I feel like that's a pretty good like deep list. Yeah, I mean, there's a a few on here we haven't talked about yet. Yeah. Uh, Any honorable mentions while you're pulling this list together? Yeah, man, I'll go through some honorable mentions real quick. Let's try to, without getting the episode too long. Yeah. Um, oh, and making it just a ton of spoilers. <laughs> um, I will say, I won't go too, into too much detail with him then, so I don't have to spoiler tag a ton of stuff, but the little girl in Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you even remember that scene, but uh, no. something about it is just truly unsettling. Okay. Oh, man, I'll have to go back and see that. Yeah. And then uh, the, do you remember the person in the rocking chair in Black Christmas up in the attic? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a scary vision. That one gets me. Mm -hmm. Uh, The grandpa in Texas Chainsaw. Oh, okay, yeah. Trying, trying his darndest. (laughs) The dinner scene? Uh, Yep. Yeah. Classic. Uh, A scene in Terrified, that Argentinian movie that I think is also known as Atorados. Oh, where right. somebody approaches the car window. Yeah. And then uh, Crow on the boob. <laughs> is, oh. Yeah, oh, man. The witch. Right, right. Ah, I was, I, you know, I thought about that one. I forgot to write that one down. That's that's such a great one. Yeah. yeah. Especially the first time I saw that, I was in the theater with one other person, and I was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. That is that is one of like, the most disturbing scenes of that movie. Yeah. Yeah, that's rough. Uh, how about you? Um, yeah, I had a, you know, Alien, like, uh, Alien, like, I feel like that's one of the best monster movies, uh, or best monsters on film, and so, uh, one of the early scenes where, uh, the first guy kind of, like, runs into an, the, the full-grown alien in that, like, wet room chasing that cat. Um, yep. I had, uh, I wrote down Paranormal Activity, but I can actually find a scene, so, uh, never mind on that one. Um, mm, oh. Yeah, I had, Paranormal was in my brain, but I, I never wrote it down. Yeah, yeah, I, I couldn't figure out like a specific scene, like maybe like her standing by the bed or something that whole night. Yeah, that that was it for me, just her standing next to the bed. Yeah, right. Um, 
uh, hereditary. You know, I, I just like Ari Aster. He's got like a lot of great shots, and um, that in, in the ending, uh, I feel like the mom when she's going at it on her throat with like that piece of rope. Yeah. Um, or when she's like banging her head on the trapdoor. Like if, I feel like those are two very scary shots. Yeah. And then. Yeah, I thought of that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you have one, the trapdoor man. Uh, yeah, that trapdoor, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, these are these are good. Not a trapdoor, I guess the the attic door. Yeah, but, maybe like uh, a crawl space door or something. Yeah. Um, the last one, which I, I thought you would definitely have something from this, uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street, which we just watched. Uh, I thought you'd have one of those scenes. Uh, I was I was thinking the body bag, the girl in the body bag in the hallway. Um, that's kind of like a disturbing visual. Yeah, yeah, body bag was definitely on. I, I bet I had a bunch in my head, and then when I came to write them down, I forgot some of them. But yeah, <laughs> body bag, body bag was in my head for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for for what we talked about that movie, it, it definitely did have like some great scenes and shots in it. Yeah, boy, for so, some of these honorable mentions might be scarier than the ones we talked about. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, it's it's hard, man. Uh, yeah, it's it's just uh, there's so many great uh, shots out there. Yeah, and it's interesting too. I mean, I know I won't get into the whole Nightmare on Elm Street thing, but there are movies, and I think that's why it can be so worth it to dig through movies and watch movies that don't even have that great reviews or aren't necessarily well-regarded because there can be like one thing, especially in a horror movie, and that's, I think, what's cool about horror. There can be one scene in there that's just like, wow, I've never seen anything like that or I've never seen anything (laughs) that made me feel the way that made me feel. Yeah, exactly. Uh, So it's cool. It's just like, uh, it's kind of like digging for gold. It is, yeah, because, yeah, I I feel like the format for horror and, like, being this hour and a half to two-hour movie, uh, it almost, like, hurts uh, the the premise somehow because you got to, like, stretch it out. And you're right, like, within that, you can find, like, a lot of, like, cool parts that, like, are great as, like, a standalone or individual part. But trying to wrap it into, like, a context of a whole movie sometimes uh, proves to be more challenging. Right, and that's why it's so fun to look at, like, short horror films on YouTube because... yeah. Sometimes you can get some really creepy stuff on camera that you, if you don't have to bother, like, yep. wedging it into a story. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. You don't, you're not, like, burdened with that uh, long camera time. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, and, yeah, and then cool. that's why uh, I, I feel like short stories are, like, a, a great format for horror, too. Uh, yeah. Agreed. Pretty effective. Yep. Awesome, man. Well, yeah, good good, uh, good discussion. Uh, any Anything else you want to add? No. I think that's it. Cool. Oh, uh, shout out to Rob. Rob asked for a top five episode of some sort. I think he said top five final girls, but I feel like I see that on Twitter quite a bit. So I just didn't, I wasn't <laughs> in the mood. Sorry, Rob, but hopefully, hopefully this will suffice. Yeah. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, and, uh, you know, yeah, I'd, I'd love to hear other people's, uh, top fives. Uh, let us know what we missed or, uh, what you guys like. Um, or uh, yeah, feel free to share that on our Facebook, Twitter, um, where else on our discord, right? Yeah, for sure. Check out our Discord, horrormovieclub.com, and click on social links to find the Discord link. Yeah, and tell us uh, what, what scares you or keeps you up. Uh, but yeah, that's I, I feel like we got a good list there. That was, uh, that was fun to talk about, and uh, I'm excited to rewatch some of those movies with you. Wait, so you need to take a Jägermeister. Wait a minute, um, we did zero to one or one to two, so we're right in the middle. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's true. That was really Shoot. stupid. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I think well, we're smart because neither one of us really wants to do that. We're grown exactly. ass men. We don't have to take shots against our will anymore. All right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. We don't actually feel that pressure anymore. Yeah. This is this is about to be a college all over again. <laughs> I also don't want to buy an entire bottle of Jägermeister just, <laughs> yeah, to... Yeah. <laughs> just to do this. Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe we lucked out this time. All right. All right. Cool. Well, uh, should we wrap it up then? Yeah, I think that's it. All right, cool. Well, yeah, thanks everyone for joining us. Uh, hope you did enjoyed this discussion. Let us know what we missed. Uh, other top five uh, shots that, or scary movies in general, that uh, shots that have stuck out to you. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. Uh, if you want to join our discussion, as Brian mentioned, you can check out our social links at horrormovieclub.com. They're all listed on there. Um, we're also going to have a new episode up on Patreon. Uh, so I think we'll have a total of three. Is that right, Brian? Yep. Woo. Yeah. That's awesome. So you, can, you can check that out. Uh, you can find that at patreon.com slash horror movie club. Um, our, our logo is done by Amy Mae Pop Art, so check her out on etsy.com. And uh, anything else to add? No. Very good. I don't have anything uh, clever at the end of this one. Yeah, yeah. I guess until next time, if you're betting someone uh, to take some shots of Jägermeister, just fudge the map a little bit so you can end on a rounding error. And then yeah, you don't set have yourself up for success. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that way no one loses. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs>